Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that were just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, were not. We are smart, we are savvy. And we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm looking forward to bringing today's guest in for our Healthy Habits show. Katie Hudson is an NSAM certified nutrition coach, youth exercise specialist, and author. She established For Your Nutrition LLC in 2022. Her coaching style focuses on the whole self partnering with clients to reestablish a positive relationship with food to create sustainable, healthy habits without rigid restrictions. She is the single mom of two and works full-time in higher education administration. Katie lives in Vermont, enjoys reading, playing sports with her kids, and spending quality time with family and friends. And I'm really looking forward to bringing her here. Health and nutrition is so important. So Katie, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. So I would love for you to kind of take us down your journey and what led you to creating for your nutrition. So I became a single mom in the fall of 2018 at the time that I started my current full-time job in higher administration. Um, And then the pandemic hit. Spring of 2020, the world shut down. And as we were going through all of that, everybody's taking a look at what they're doing on the daily. Uh, What are we contributing to? And I realized that for me, I wanted to contribute to something bigger than myself. Something that became very important to me is uh, anxiety and nutrition and how those can go hand in hand. As a mom of two, I want to try to eliminate as much as possible in my own children the things that I kind of suffered with as a child as well. And so with the, is the winter of 2021 where everything was shutting down again because cold and flu season and another wave of COVID hitting, I decided to invest in myself and start studying uh, nutrition. Um, And so I spent a couple of months, actually probably about eight months studying for that. So as a single mom, when my kids were home, I got up very early, studied before they woke up. When they went to their dad's house, I studied nonstop. And just the, the more I read, the more excited I got about just how good food is for you and how important it is that we eat well and treat our bodies well. And for me, looking at other nutrition coaches and nutritionists, they tend to push their own agenda and the type of food habits that they coach people through. And for me, it's very important that people find what works best for them. So in trial and error, I've learned for myself that if I eat a very heavy gluten diet, that actually uh, exacerbates acid reflux in me. It increases my anxiety. So I want to work with people who need to reestablish their relationship with food so that they can feel good from the inside out. 
And that includes feeling well um, mentally. It's amazing to me how food really can, and people are starting to realize the environmental impact on their bodies that food has. Do you think it has more to do with the things that are being put in our foods, preservatives and things like that, that are really exacerbating the problems that people feel with different things? Yeah, I think it's a combination of all the extra things that go into the foods. It's ultra processed. So much of what's on the shelves and that's affordable for people to eat has ingredients in there that are not identifiable, but we can afford them. So we eat them because the FDA tells us that it's food. It's good enough for us. You put the right label on the front of the package and people think it's okay to eat. So I think it's a combination of what goes into the food, how it's made. We've gotten so far away from just eating, eating the rainbow and eating whole foods and, and, shopping local, you know, local farms. I get my meats from the local farm down the streets and I buy in bulk and I have my freezer stocked, you know, and I'll tell you the meat from the farm down the street tastes so different from the meat that I get at the store. So I think it's a combination. It's amazing to me. So for you as a single mom, how are you building, not only working a job, your nutrition coaching business, but working nutrition into the lives of you and your kids? Mm. So that is a challenge that I face as many other moms do. Um, my son, who is eight, is probably one of the pickiest eaters I've ever met. <laughs> I like to tell a story. I volunteered at the, their school in the spring of this year in 2022. And the activity I did was they got to put their own my plate together. And so we taught them where what goes in each of the segments of the plate. And I challenged them. The next day, when you go home, have your plate with you. And I challenge you to eat all the things and make sure your plate looks like this. And my son, when his class was in my group, um, he announced to everybody, yeah, mom, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> like, that's not helpful. Um, <laughs> so, I, so just because I have the knowledge and the passion and excitement about it doesn't mean that my job is any easier with my children. Um, my daughter is very good about trying new things. So my son sees us eating all of these things and it really comes down to exposure. My son is very interested in gardening. We did gardening the summer of 2020. He didn't try anything that came out of it, but he was very excited to be part of it. So it's just exposure with the kids and always having the options there. And their Thursdays in the summertime, it's, they're excited. We go to the CSA to pick it up and we pick up our vegetables and he sees his friends there picking them up too. And I'm just still presenting them and hoping that he'll try them someday. <laughs> You need those sneaky mom recipes where, you know, I used to do an eggplant meatball recipe. Ooh, yeah. You take good. roast eggplant just with salt and pepper. And then you take the eggplant and a can of chickpeas, put them mm. in the food processor and blend them until they're the meat consistency. Yeah. And you mix in, you know, I use cheese, parsley, salt, pepper, and an egg, and yeah. then you bake them. And I actually did that for a friend of mine's husband. I was doing some home health care. Mm. eats no vegetables whatsoever. I made cauliflower mashed potatoes. He had no idea that uh, he was actually eating cauliflower. And yeah. so just no, you know, it's amazing, but it's those sneaky mom tricks that mm -hmm. you have to do. I remember with my sister-in-law would make pasta vizool and my niece hated beans. 
So she would grind them up in the food processor and put them in the sauce. Oh. She had no idea she was eating them. It was just in the tomato sauce. But believe me, if there was a little piece of a bean, that thing would come out of her mouth. She'd be like, yep. <laughs> you know, and so it's hard because how do you find food impacts mental health? I think that's also different for everybody because what doesn't work for me can work just fine for the next person, right? So how I talk to clients about food is being careful of what we know are the inflammatory foods. I'm so glad that the science around this is um, becoming more and more prevalent because the stomach is known as the second brain. And what you're putting into your stomach eventually gets to your brain by way of your bloodstream. And so those inflammatory foods like gluten, soy, alcohol, dairy can be inflammatory for some people. It's just a, a matter of trial and error, right? So, but how it can impact mental health is it increases anxiety and can impact depression um, for individuals. It can cause distractions and like those types of things. So how the food impacts people is different. And I think that's part of why this is such a hard science to get behind um, because everybody's mental health is different and impacted and their symptoms present differently. But the it's inflammatory amazing. foods definitely have an impact there. One of the best books I read this year was This Is Your Brain on Food. Uh, I can't remember the author, but she's a nutritional psychiatrist out of Harvard. And her chapters are broken up into the different mental health scenarios and talks about how the different foods impact each of those things. It was very enlightening. But I don't remember the author off the top of my head. It's amazing to me, though, when you think about it, though, because, again, people don't realize that the ingredients, the way they impact your body will eventually come into your mental health. Yes. Especially alcohol. Yes. People just don't realize. They think, oh, this makes me feel so good. And, and they're not realizing that it's not making them feel good. It makes you feel good in the moment, but the lingering, because alcohol is a toxin. So when you have alcohol, no matter what you're having with it, your body is processing the alcohol out of your system as fast as it can. Um, and so the flip side of that is if you're eating food while you're drinking alcohol, all that food nutrients get stored in your system. But the thing with alcohol is, yes, it's processing it out first, but it still gets to your brain through the bloodstream. And that has an impact on how you're feeling afterwards, whether you're hungover and you have a headache and you're dehydrated, but that still impacts. I know that if I've had a night of drinking, my mood is, it's, it's a depressor. It's a depressant, you know? Um, and it's known for that, but people feel so good in the moment of it that they think it's worth the, the downer that you have the next day. Um, and I think for like, I'll still enjoy a glass of wine, but it's, it's not worth the downer the next day for me. I'm there with you. I've been a designated driver most of my life because I would be out with my friends. I was one drink door. I'd have my mm -hmm. drink. I could care less about being drunk. I'll hang mm -hmm. out all night long. I'll drink club soda. You want to go dancing? You want to go here? You want to go there? And everybody else in the morning would just be waking up with their tongue plastered to the roof of their mouth and feeling awful and everything else. And I'm drinking my tea and make my yeah. breakfast and, you know, cause I just can't see beating myself up that way. Mm -hmm. 
for the sake of what? Right. You know? Yeah. This isn't, and, it doesn't, yeah. And so with that, like I've had clients who are just like, I really, I still want to enjoy the pizza and I still want to enjoy the glass of wine with my friends. And I'm like, absolutely. So the way that I coach is that it's an 80, 20, you know, just like you're telling your grandsons, like you don't have to only eat the very healthy things you can treat yourself by having that the 80, 20, you're still treating your body very well, but you're also allowing yourself those indulgences. But by having those indulgences less frequently, it's easier to stay on that 80% like healthy, sustainable lifestyle. And one of the clients I had actually shared with me this summer, she had been working with me for a couple months. She had her vacation and she what she would considered off the wagon. Um, she ate like she wanted to. She had some drinks. You know, she lived and enjoyed the vacation with her family. She got back and she texted me and she said, you won't believe this. I am doing, I'm just starting off where I left off and I feel so good and this isn't hard. Um, so there is a way to balance that out. On that note, think about what Katie just said. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. In 2017, Unsilenced Voices was formed to help survivors of domestic abuse and gender-based violence worldwide. The organization currently serves Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Ghana, and the USA. In 2022, Unsilenced Voices gifted over $33,000 to survivors in the USA. And in Sierra Leone, there are over 26 young girls who have been rescued from sex trafficking and domestic abuse and now going through vocational training school in order to better their lives. We need your help. Donations are critical in order for us to continue our work. We also need volunteers to help with research and development. Please visit unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Again, unsilencedvoices.org. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. Are you experiencing insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes, mood swings, and more? These are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road. A healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain, but Brain Love Health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement, especially for women, to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long-term brain health. Don't wait any longer to help your brain age well. Why let it deteriorate? The health of your brain is in your hands. To begin protecting it today, visit brainlovehealth.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Are you going through a rough time right now? Are you healing through an illness? Creativity is there for you every chance and every moment of the day. Grab a pen, grab some paper, sketch, draw, 
write a play, do something, get your mind off of that negative thing that's happening to you and reach across the barriers that stop you from growing. Creativity is your answer. And at Arate Gallery in New Hope, PA, we've launched a program with the help of our friends at Visit Bucks County. It's called Healing Through the Arts. Come join us, learn about programs to help you get through hard times, learn about how to cross cultural divide, break down communication barriers all through the creative process. We're showcasing great artists, wonderful healthcare practitioners will be joining us, and you can learn all about it at aretegallery.com. That's A-R-E-T-E gallery.com. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me, and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully, reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404. Or go to no such thing as a bully.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Katie Hudson, who is the founder of For Your Nutrition, LLC. It's the new year, and people start out. They're big resolutions. You know, everybody's going to get healthy and things like that. So for you as a coach, because you know everybody's going to come back, okay, what kind of exercise do I need to do and everything else? What do you say to them? How do you tell them to incorporate exercise into their daily life? So when I start off with a client, I actually always ask them, does the word exercise instill a sense of fear in you? So do you freeze and you just don't want to do it? If the answer to that is yes, we talk about movement. Some people like to exercise. Some people, when they hear it, are just like, I'm out, I'm not doing anything. So I always make sure I customize that language to the client and what will feel good for them. You know, is it 10 to 20 minute walks a day? You know, so we start off slow. It depends on what their their fitness level is and what their main goals are. So we start there. And for people who freeze when they hear exercise, it's it's finding new ways to move. It's taking the stairs instead of the, the elevator a couple of times a day. It's parking a little bit farther from the, the front entry door of the store and just incorporating those little movements there. Because um, as you build on that, you'll, be, you'll gain energy in addition to eating better at the same time. So it always depends on the person, whether or not I say you need to really hit the gym 
and do more exercise or do we focus on little incremental changes to your to your movements each day so how do you help people find that sustainable healthy living regime or regimen or, mm -hmm. or just for themselves where they can just get themselves into that rhythm where it mm -hmm. just becomes their natural life yeah. So I think where people have the most trouble with that is that they start out with too many goals. They expect that it's cold Turkey and you drop exactly what's not working for you. And you just completely revamp what you're doing. And I actually start off a lot slower. Um, we do two weeks of evaluation of what your normal day to day is of what you're eating, what you're drinking, how you're moving, how you're feeling. And then what we talk about is, okay, what do you know that you definitely want to omit? And where do you see the low hanging fruit of what's the easiest thing to change? And we focus on changing one or two things at a time, establishing that foundation, and then adding on to that each week or each month, depending on, on how successful they feel. But it, the, the purpose is building slowly on the foundation and then building upon that and more and more and more. Um, so that way it does become sustainable because when you try to do everything all at once, it's too overwhelming. It's a big challenge. And there's a lot of education that goes into it too. So when you get back into the thick of things after you've had your holiday breaks and you're kicking off the new year, you're working. And if you have children, the chaos of extracurriculars, it's just so much easier to fall back into the old habits. So by focusing on one thing at a time, you can make that work with the lifestyle that you currently have. So for you, what is client success? Like, what do you see your successful clients doing? What I see is like the example I already shared where my friend or that's client goes on vacation and lives it up and then comes home and just starts eating the greens again. It also looks like uh, increased exercise or movement if that's one of their goals. It is meal planning. It's weight loss. I have a client who just in the simple act of meal planning um, and just working through these types of foods, I don't feel good when I eat, but I feel better with this. In a matter of four weeks, she lost 10 pounds. So success for me looks like them reaching the particular goal that they've outlined. But with this, the singular thing for the clients is how excited they are to keep going. When they're no longer scared of food, they're no longer scared of movement. When that is, when we hit that, that to me is exciting and that's success. I have to say, I lost 45 pounds between June of 2020 and June of 2021. Mm -hmm. And we kept it off. And I have that five pounds. It goes on, it goes off, it goes on, it goes yep. off, it goes on, it goes off. And I was in Nevada for a month. And I have a cousin who is a natural size. Mm. I tell you, eats like a longshoreman. We're all healthy eaters, but, you know, she will just, it, it's the only reason that I, you know, I haven't kicked her down a flight of stairs because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you saw the way she eats, it's like the only thing that it's like, how can you not love her? Because mm. Thank God she can eat like that. My daughter's the same way. Although the, my daughter's six feet tall, she's five foot one. She's just a naturally tiny girl. But I was thrilled that I came back two pounds less than when I went out there. Mm -hmm. And which is amazing because it was holiday parties and everything else. And it really just comes down to choice. Yeah. It just does. It comes, you know, there's always going to be stuff you can eat. I 
am not somebody, if I want to have chips and dip, I'm going to have chips and dip. But then you know what? I'll get a three mile walk in. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, you know, let me go that extra mile and a half or so because, Mm -hmm. all right, I just gave myself an indulgence and I love to walk. I'm not a fast walker. I'm not out there setting any records or anything like that. But I tried every day. I mean, I probably got three to four three mile walks in every week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I encourage people that, you know, if you want the two cookies after you have a meal, that's fine. But you can't be doing that after every meal that you have. Right. And the trick is, is when you do have them, don't beat yourself up for it and don't punish yourself. Like that's how, that's why exercise is so hard for so many people is it's treated as a punishment for whatever you nourish your body with. Um, and in fact, it's a way of celebrating what your body can do. Right. And um, so that's where I work with the mindset with clients is making sure that they are forgiving of themselves for letting them have a little something that they enjoy. Uh, see, for me, my walk is just, it's a brain break. Mm-hmm. It's my way to put in some music and just take a walk, just gives me that little bit of time to myself. It's cold here on the East Coast. And this evening, I'm really looking forward to just taking a walk, you know, a mile or so around the neighborhood and looking at looking at the Christmas lights. Yeah. Things. It makes it worth it going out there in the cold, seeing it those does. lights. You know what? It's so funny. That's the perk. That yeah. is definitely the perk of being out there in mm-hmm. the cold. So I want to ask you, what advice you have for other mothers that are looking to start a business or build their business? What do you want to share with them? I would like to share, don't wait. If there's something that you feel passion and excitement about, don't wait. Find a way for it to be a side gig and build it at the same time by like, it's a practice in time management for sure. Um, But don't wait. I, when I first became a single mom, I thought, you know what, I'll wait to do X, Y, and Z until my kids are older. There's things that I need to do as in take care of my kids and make sure I have health insurance and all that stuff. But I found that the more that I've been able to incorporate the things that I am passionate about and that I love, my kids are watching me build that and they're asking questions and they're seeing things. And like I said, my son's a picky eater, but he loves to go and pick up the vegetables with the CSA. He'll throw spinach which is his salad. He'll throw that into a smoothie. That's about as far as we'll get, but it's don't wait. Don't wait until you think that there's the perfect time. Cause there's really no perfect time, especially if you're a mom, we don't have to sacrifice the things that excite us in order to raise our kids. I agree with you a thousand percent. And I'm going to say that we have to have Katie come back because she actually co-authored for those of you who tune in fairly regularly Dr. Jill Sambone, they were the co-authors of Shattering the Stigma of Single Motherhood. And I would love to have the two of you back to really talk about the book because as a single mom, and I've been a mompreneur since 1994. Mm. So, you know, way back last century, talk about breaking those myths and shattering the stigma of being single moms because mm-hmm. we don't have to pick and choose. We get to do it. And I agree yes. with you a thousand percent. Don't wait. Yeah. Don't wait. It takes the time that it takes, but just go for it. You have to go for it. So as we're wrapping up, Katie, what do you want to leave our audience with and how may they reach out to you? I want to leave them with, uh, it's early in the new year. Don't set goals. Like don't set too many goals at once. 
choose one or two attainable but challenging goals for you and ease into the like bigger things. People can reach me through my website at foryournutrition.com. I have a Facebook group as well. That's For Your Nutrition with Katie Hudson. Uh, and I also have Instagram. My handle is katiekate802. <laughs> All of Katie's links are going to be live on wordofmomradio.com. I really encourage you to reach out. And she's right. Don't have to do everything at once. We don't have to set these glorious goals for ourselves. And then we beat ourselves up because we didn't attain them. It's a daily practice. You know, yes. little changes in your life are, and they are sustainable. Believe mm. me, with the weight that I have lost, I eat pizza. I eat whatever I want when I want to eat it. I try to make yep. sure that I have a protein, a carb, and a fat in every there you go. I, <laughs> I try to make sure that, you know what, I, and it, let's face it, I bake my own stuff. I'm one of those moms mm -hmm. and I always have been. And everybody laughs because I live alone. But you know what? If I don't take care of myself, who's going to take care of me? Right. You know, it has nothing to do with who you live with and who you're with. You are worth your time. Absolutely. Taking care of you. So Katie, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. I will have you and Jill back because I really do want to talk about the book. That would be amazing. Things that we can do to keep shattering the stigmas. I love that. That'd be great. Um, you know, it is a wonderful thing. So keep up the good work. Get out there and keep sharing because everyone needs to know it's not as hard as they think it is. Mm, exactly. It really isn't. Yeah. So thank you so much. And for thank all you. of you tuning in, oh, it's been my pleasure. It really has. For all of you tuning in, thanks so much for being here with us. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is you. Sure of herself. Yeah, she takes care of biz. Powerful and strong. Yeah, she knows who she is, has integrity, woman strong and true. You know her by name, see this woman is you. She is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is brave, she is brave, she is bold, she is bold, she is you, she is you, she is you, she is you, she is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is strong. She is strong. She is true.